te huele, huele y tao shu, ni te huele, huele, y te huele, huele y tao shu, ni te huele, huele y taia, o chaque ni va, ni tao shu, cheque, cheque, ni tao shu, ni te huele, huele, y tao shu, ni te huele, huele. I love that song. I could have kept dancing. I know. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> so welcome everybody, everyone who's tuning in to episode 29 of Ancestral Eyes. And we have a very special guest. I've been looking forward to this interview. I really have. We have an Ayanifa. Her name is Ade. And I'm probably going to just really hack your name, but I'm going to try it's Ayanifa Oruno Muko. Did I say yes. it right? Yes. Thank you. Ayanifa Oruno Muko. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Thank you very nice, much. Nice. And that is our special guest tonight. So I want to welcome everybody. I want to welcome Ade, our guest. Thank you. Thank and you, Teresa. I'm very happy to be with, uh, with you guys. And I'm very glad to yes. be with you guys and invitation. And well, let's start. Go for it. Put my, like I always said, put my clothes right there outside now to the shine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And John Jerome, welcome. Welcome I'm to my co-host. John Jerome, go ahead. You're going to do the bio, as you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Buenas noches a todos los que nos están escuchando. Este episodio vamos a tratar de hacerlo lo más bilingüe posible. Porque sabemos que muchas personas que nos siguen, eh, siguen especialmente a ADE, uh, son de habla hispana principalmente. So, uh, welcome to everybody tuning in. We're going to try to do this show bilingually. So, because we have a lot of followers of ADE who are primarily Spanish speaking. So, to honor that and so they can participate and feel included, we're going to try to do it as bilingual as we can. Awesome. Okay. So, I'm going to read... Uh, at his bio. Yes. So again, welcome. This is episode 29. It's amazing. Episode 29. Mm -hmm. I'm very happy to have a very good and old friend, Ade. We've known each other for a long time, many moons, and we've seen many things in the community <laughs> over the decades. So uh, Ade was born in Mexico, the uh, Distrito Federal, DF, to a family of Apache shamans, originally from San Antonio, Texas area and was exposed to native beliefs from a very early age. Her grandfather on her mom's side was actually Japanese and her mom was born Apache. She was also had, she was always had the gift of sight. At an early age, Ade was shown and went through the traditional rites of Las Guares, uh, Brujas Negras, Black Witches, Skinwalker ceremony. Yes. Uh, then she was initiated as a shamaness within Aztecan indigenous group. At age 16, due to her spiritual gifts and mediumship, she was trained by a powerful medium denoted as a vaso, which translated means a uh, glass. Uh, we'll explain why, why they use that term. Um, sure. Later, she was exposed to and initiated in Palo Mayombe in California, ultimately becoming a yaya in Kisi Malongo. 
She then entered an Afro-Cuban Orisha in Ifaile, where she was crowned to Oshun and became an Olorisha priestess. Her spiritual development and journey did not stop there, however. Eventually seeking out an Ifa lineage from Oyo, Nigeria, and being initiated uh, being initiated to the, the rank of Ianifa. She has initiated many godchildren uh, to Palo and Orisha over the years and has earned the respect of her uh, community in California. She is viewed as a spiritual mentor and has been active in studying and comparing various belief systems. She is also the owner and operator of a botanica in Ontario, California. So welcome. Bienvenida, Ade. <laughs> welcome, thank Ade. You, thank you, thank you. I, now you're going to say in Spanish? <laughs> Me? Oh, yeah, I was right. just wondering, how did he got all this? <laughs> how? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering, how did he got all this script? <laughs> he's good. I don't know. He He's amazing. He's pretty good. Now, I just wanted to say, was that Ontario, California? Yes, yes that's Ontario, California. Yes, Ontario, California. Okay. As you know, this is our province, Ontario. So I was going to say, where is this botanica? Oh, Ontario, California was founded by a Canadian, a Canadian surveyor. And builder wow. developer that actually he, he came from he's Canadian and he named it he gave the name from from Ontario in, in Canada. Mm. Oh, cool! No wonder. Okay. Yeah. No wonder. No there you wonder. go. There's he's our good, huh? right there. He's very good. Yeah, <laughs> he's very good. I'm over here only listening to everything. Do I have to say anything after all this? <laughs> no. You have to answer my questions that day. Uh, I, I'm really looking forward to this. As, as I, yeah, as I said, I was really looking forward to this interview. And I put that um, as soon as we put your bio on. Because it's not every day that we get to meet a woman that has such spiritual paths being initiated to, which predominantly are very male-oriented, but we won't go there just yet. So uh, first of all, I'm going to start right from the beginning, as I always do with all of our guests, and that is to ask how you came upon your path, okay? What was it that preempted your spiritual path? Uh, I, I think it's hereditary, but I'll let you explain that to us. Well, Pat, I mean, basically, Teresa, the thing is that I was born with it. First of all, I was the chosen one from my grandmother, something that maybe I didn't understand at the point, at the moment, you know? So I just follow each step that I was going to. Like John said, everything. I mean, I was born in Mexico. I mean, my, my grandmother was the main one who did and start everything with me. So when, when I went and I do the ceremony of Las Juarez, like um, John said, mm -hmm. I mean, I didn't even know what I was exactly doing because I was little. I always learned, wow. I was only learning, uh -huh, I was learning everything by my grandma, what she was telling me to right. do. And the most right. important thing, to be honest, until this point, and I even use it with my mm -hmm. God kids and everyone, is like, don't judge anyone. Listen, yeah. hear, see for yourself, 
and quiet down because that was one of the main words that my grandma used to say because you're little and you keep asking and she would tell me like quiet just look at me follow me look at my eyes and you're gonna see everything so that's how I start experiencing more the most important thing of my start in all this in who I become to be a Janifa now so wow that's the main strong thing. woman. You had a strong woman bringing you to your spiritual path, but she saw something in you. I mean, this just doesn't come out of nowhere. This is a natural gift that's yours and it's hereditary. So, you know, as I, as I hear, uh, as I hear Teresa from my mother, you know, my mom, she suffered a lot from me when she, when she was, uh, I mean, pregnant from me. So my, mm -hmm. my grandma already was waiting for me to be born. And that's when she starts with the ceremony that you call, we call Osain, which is a bath of herbs. Right, right. So ah. it, it, I don't know if that has to do too. And, and besides the ceremony of the waters, that's when I start with the skinwalker, being a skinwalker. Wow. And that's and, and, Even and at I, that I young can, age. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. That was a very young age when I start with all that. That's my young age when I saw the witches, when I see the way they, they transform. So for me to be three years, I mean, I, it uh -huh. wasn't shocking, but it was something right. that I was going right. to live with, you know? So right. as me, Acceptance. as a leader... From my house, my kids, my grandkids. I don't. I don't scare my grandkids. I teach them. I listen to mm -hmm. them to everything. Mm -hmm. So I. I mean, mm -hmm. so they won't have no problem in life later on. Right. Right. We always learn from the generation past. So, kudos mm -hmm. to your grandmother and to you as well for taking that and, and now taking it to that next level so that you can share your teachings as a teacher, as a mother, as you said, and as a grandmother. So, you know, honor to you. Now, what I wanted to ask you is, I know when you work with spirit, do you have an entourage of spirits? And are these the ones that you came with from birth or were they introduced through initiations? Well, basically, I do have one, which is, uh, we call it Dajoto, or ancestor, the one that right. comes with me. I do have several other spirits who I work with since I was little. And besides, I have my grandmother, too. Ah, so she's around you as well. She's with me. Beautiful. She's with me. Beautiful. And, and then beautiful. I, I got some other spirits that they were gift to me when I was like 16 years from a, um, some, oh, John said about that lady. She was a very powerful lady. She really helped me mm -hmm. a lot. And she's the one who basically guide me after my grandmother. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So when your grandmother passed, you had someone else step in as a teacher for you. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, okay. Fortunate, very fortunate. Was this someone that your grandmother knew or was this 
someone that was part of a lineage of of the witches, let's say. Nothing, nothing to do with witches, nothing to mm -hmm. do with none of my family. It's somebody mm -hmm. that just tried to help me out for what I was going through. Mm -hmm. Because remember, mm -hmm. I'm okay. a skinwalker, and when you're a skinwalker, it's not very easy, and it's not easy life for you to understand. And that's that's where I wanted to ask you that. Then my next question: What is a skinwalker? Can you define it? Because there's so many, you know, these are things that you've uh, some people have read about or that you've seen on TV, but. What is it? Can you tell us from your own experience what that is? I can explain that very clearly to you because I love it. And, and, and the good yeah. thing is that, you know what, Teresa, that since I had the ceremony done for my grandmother, I can easily balance that because I uh -huh. have seen other skinwalkers that they don't have no balance and, and they can go through a lot uh -huh. of trouble with it. I don't because that what we do is we transfer to an animal. Or any yes, other creature. Yes. Right. I know what animal I can transfer. And I have one of my daughters, there's the youngest one, that she's a skinwalker. But she does transfer. And it's, it's a little bit scary sometimes because she doesn't mm -hmm. have the balance. And maybe because I make the mistake that I didn't do exactly what my grandma did to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just going to take experience, life experience for her, and this is her path. I don't know. What do you think? Well, you, you know that? what? What I did, what I did for her to stop her a little because she did experience when she was younger um, and she was like 12. That's when I saw her doing it, eating the animal because she was she was hungry. Mm. So every right. moon, every moon, every red moon, she will change. Ah, and and you can't say what that animal is, right? Because that is specific to her, and it is sacred, right? I can say if I want because she, she I'm not, honestly, it's nothing bad, but and it's really nice. And she's on Omoshun too. <laughs> Okay. Mine is nice too, so I'm proud of mine. Like I'm sure okay. she's very proud of hers too. Okay, all right, we'll leave it there. All right, but this is very interesting, very interesting. See, I've not, I've not heard that aspect of how a skinwalker is. I had no idea there was that certain kind of connection by eating like I, like say. I told you Teresa it's really interesting the thing is that I was already getting ready I mean because I did saw it too when I was three years because mm -hmm, I used mm -hmm. to follow very much my grandfather and my my grandmother I used to even live with them so my mom used to be even mad at me because I would spend most of my time with my parents my grandparents mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love them I love my grandparents that's so sweet, though. Well, see, and and they were the ones who took you on your path, right? And here you are, right? Awesome. I love that. So now my other question to you is, do you prominently, and I think you've already answered that, you prominently um, work with one spirit. Do you work with one spirit at a time or do you gather all spirits when 
you know, when the time, you know, when you need to do a healing or some sort of working, when something needs to be done, do you call one or several? I don't call nobody because they already know. They already know, and I already know who's coming. Also, when I'm going to go to those, um, they call the misas espirituales, when they call yes. me, like on a week before, I already know the matter, and I already know the problem. They're already telling me this, and they're telling me that. So when I get to the misa, it's like maybe you and John already. I have my notes already. They're exactly what I'm going to say. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Perfect. Awesome. I'd love to do a Misa with you, but, you know, maybe. Oh, someday. I love Misas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so we'll carry on. But um, so I'm going to ask, what is your practice? What is it that you do every day on a daily basis that reaffirms your spiritual path or paths? And does this also include, well, obviously you have a botanica and does this include your, your working with your botanica? Like in other words, do you make those lotions and potions, the herbs and all those things that are required? Is that part of your practice is to keep in, keep in tune with your spirits? Take, tell me. I do make, I make lotions I make all kinds of potters. I make all kinds of things, mm -hmm. baths for people, individual mm -hmm. for each of mm -hmm. them. I don't make a whole thing for, you know, and just sell it. No, I make it for the right. person that is going for it. And uh -huh. I make other for the, for the botanica too. But mostly of the time, I don't spend time in the botanica for the reason that I'm always traveling. I travel ah. a lot. So the one who takes care of everything, the store, the whole store is my sister, basically. But she's ah, not involved right. in none of this. So uh, okay. you know what? I'm the black sheep on my family. <laughs> so you do all the behind the scenes work and she is sort of the store manager and keeps it going and keeps it running, right? No, she's the main one. Basically, she's the main one. She's the one who does everything there. But I'm the one who does the spiritual on, on all the way in that store. If they need me, Perfect. I come to the store and I do whatever I need to do and then I leave. So I travel a lot. It sounds like a great relationship. You're lucky you have a good relationship with your sister and you're able to do that. Uh, I'm envious. <laughs> so <laughs> well, we do have a good relationship. The good relationship is that she just respects who I am and that's it. And, right. and, and she does knows a lot, but she just won't say nothing. Yeah. Maybe she just doesn't want to know, you know, just kind of. Yeah. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So now I'm going to, to tackle a little bit of the harder stuff that I'm oh interested in as a woman. Okay. So the social issues in regards to the type of spiritual path that you have taken okay and that is um from the perspective of a woman in ifa a woman in paulo meombe and also as an apache shaman so let's start with the african traditional the the ifa can you tell me what do you feel is the role of women and yourself 
I mean, you're a very strong woman. And, you know, I think sometimes in a very male dominated spirituality or faith, it's kind of hard to sort of meander as a woman without, you know, breaking rules or you feel like, you know, there are set boundaries. <laughs> well, have I set it up all right? I love you, John. I love you with all my heart. I hope this does nothing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's okay. We've butted heads on things like this. He knows my take, okay? I mean, well, know. well, Teresa, let me tell you something. Okay. When I initiate on the Olorisha, when I become an Olorisha, I was only doing card reading and, um, cigars, stuff like that. I could do a lot of readings and I didn't want to read the quarries. I didn't like the quarries at all. So my godfather, well, I will say he's my tata. I call him godfather for respect. Um, mm -hmm. He's Cuban. So mm -hmm. he will make me do the reading of the quarries. And I will say, no, you're not going to make me do, do that. I mean, I always been a little, you know, a black chief. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one with, with that flag in the front. So I told him no. And then I told him, I need my mano de orula, you know, my awoko fa. And then mm -hmm. he's the mm -hmm. one who went and looked for the Baba Lao that he was going to do the ceremony, the star ceremony for myself. Mm -hmm. So the thing is that he looked and looked and he ended up getting the tradition one for me. I didn't even know it was a tradition at that point. So when I and, do the ceremony. This in, and this was in Mexico or did you have to go to California? California. I did. California. I start in California. Okay. Okay. So he was a tradition one. So when I do my ceremony, you know what? It was like a big open eyes for me. I feel ah. so great. And I feel like I was home in a way. So mm -hmm. my, I mean, John already knows how he would react. My godfather at that moment, when he saw the ceremonies, that they were not the same as the Afro-Cubans. So wow. he was really mad. And he told me, you know what? I want you to throw this away because this is not good for you. And, I, and you know what? I said to him, I'm not going to because I did fail the ceremony and I want to stay here. Yeah. 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 So since if, then, if feel a kinship. Why would you? Yeah. So since then, my godfather, his name is Ricardo. So he comes from oil too. He tells me, uh, my hija, if you want me to, I will teach you. But with the women, Baba Lao, because they call them Baba Laos to the women from the line that awesome. I'm coming from. Okay, so the first day I went to study with my godfather and with these other women around me, that there, there were babalaos. Remember I told you, John? Mm -hmm. So, you know what, yeah. Teresa? I learned so much. I was mm -hmm. reading the quarries from one to six, the odoons, mm -hmm. like you won't imagine. I was so surprised, and my godfather was very surprised and proud of me. And he goes... You know what, Ade? Because of my sign, he goes, you're supposed to be a babalao. You need to study hard 
and start getting ready to be a babalao. And I Wonderful. talked to John about that a long time ago. <laughs> and, and obviously he supported you in that. He's always her. has supported me. I always supported her, but I cautioned her. I yes. Cautioned, truthfully, always, I always. He would I tell her, me. I told her you're you're in a you're in an area, right? Where you're Afro Cuban roots and where in Cuba the uh, the uh, Ianifa and, and more or less uh, a woman actually practicing as uh, Babalao or Ianifa, Cuba didn't have that tradition. It was it was not there. Like in another two hundred years or so of the tradition, there was no recorded, no history, nothing there for that. And that right. has led to, to a major, you know, always yes. constant battle over the over the years on that subject, which is now even We'll get to that later, but it's even now even ballooned even further, yes. right? So I cautioned her. I said, you know, the, the uh, you know, if you're at that time, she was already crowned Oshun, and uh, I said, you know, within the tradition, th there's a lot of power in being an Oshun priestess in terms of divination because uh, it is many apatagi mm -hmm. show how either Obatala or if I taught the Oshun how to use the cow. Right, so there's a lot of power in terms right. of power right. there. But uh, but you know she 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 spoke more with with that mm -hmm. person, and she made her decision. And of course, I back her up 100 percent as her friend. Always wonderful, yeah. mm -hmm. wonderful. And and see, that's the whole thing. You know, it, it's like we spoke about this in private. I am sick and tired of a very male-dominated society and one that always interferes in women's spiritual paths and it takes a very special person to recognize the potential and understand and you know really feel the path of what it's like to be a woman in a very male-dominated society and male-dominated uh, spiritual paths. I, you know, I commend Jean Jerome, and I'm very, very happy that <laughs> I, I have Jean Jerome as my padrino because he is very supportive. Okay, and and that takes a lot. It really does. Um, so you took to Ifa very naturally. I mean, I feel at home with Ifa myself. Okay, because Ifa yeah. helped me. Ifa is. I know that this is where I'm supposed to be. I feel that. In Great. Um, exactly. But again, again, I recognize that, you know, it is a very male-dominated uh, faith, and it depends, right? It really depends. To me, I get the impression, I don't know about you, but it seems like um, Nigeria is more, Africa is more open to having women as Ayanifas than here in North America or in Cuba. Am I right? Yes, completely. Yes. I mean, um, I mean, I also had, you know, um, Babao Losun that was one that was teaching me strongly too for me to become Ayanifa uh, because he keeps calling me Yanifa and I was going for being a Babalao. But, you know, I understand, I respect it. I mean, I am who I am, and nobody's going to take that away from me. Like Olosun no. told me, 
<laughs> and other more things that happened at that time, you know, but, you know, John and I we were doing like trying to help out people too, you know, about the translation of the Jerubas and stuff like that. We did a couple of things like that, but they didn't really work because that's when I noticed that the language would change from every little place from uh, Africa. Remember, John, I told you about that. Yep, yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of things will change. So I will write something that will be ah. teaching me how to write it. And, and then the other one will come and tell me, you, you're you wrong. You don't write it like that. And I was like going crazy. And I go, you know what? I'm, I'm staying with Tolosu. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. I'm learning yeah. from that one. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. It's, so it's Olosun, like having. Yeah, go ahead. Olosu was teaching me strongly on everything about myself and that's when he knew about who I was and what I was going to become to be in Nigeria but I chose not to mm -hmm. go with it right ah, John? that's right <laughs> yeah that's cool. so you Do know you by, you uh, by more that I will never leave what, who I was and that's it and, mm -hmm. and oh, in Spanish, we call it, no dejas viejo amigo por nuevo amigo. Yeah, you siempre vas a hacer lo que vas a hacer y nada te lo va a quitar. That's yeah, exactly yeah. what I said to you in English too, but uh, yeah. Teresa. Yeah, you, you, don't, okay. you don't leave an old friend behind. You are going to be what you're going right. to be. Nobody can take that away from you. Right, right. Okay, mm -hmm. makes perfect sense. Perfect sense. So then tell me... Um, Tell me about Paulo Mayombe and, and how that came to be. Is that after you became uh, initiated into IFA um, and as an IANIFA? No, or was that oh, before? No, that was way before way even before. I come to uh, uh, Olorisha. I did oh, okay. that before, okay. all that. I start all that. And I went directly to the Palero, which is, uh, I call him Godfather, the Tata. And I told him, yo, I want to be a Jaya. And I didn't, even know, I didn't even know what I was a Jaya. And he started, you know, telling me a lot of things because he's Cuban. So he was saying that I was a very unrespectful person, that I didn't even know what it was. I go, you know what, I'm here and I need to do this. So you just ask, go mm -hmm. ahead and ask. And I didn't even know what he asked to ask, but I had to do it. And that's it. I went straight for all that. I have never, I had never had no doubts. At Good all for you, Good for you, because you know yourself, right? And the spirits know you. You come, you come complete. So you know who's going to tell you you can't, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, we won't go there. <laughs> I mean, so, I always been yeah. a, a big headache for the ones who loves me, like John, Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Barriento. You know the book owner. Yeah. Yes, okay. yes. He's Danielle one of the best guest. ones too. He's the one who makes me strong too, especially in my ancestors, to believe more in it because I was already strong, but I need something else because people kept saying, and like you said, others around us, they will tell me I'm crazy. I'm not crazy. And and, and Daniel was helping me a lot thanks to John because by John bringing some videos to me, and then I started seeing those videos with John, and that's how I learned more about it. That's when I started learning more, and I got stronger. And maybe I'm a very big rebellion for a lot of people because the way I am and because I fight for what I believe. And I think every woman is supposed to fight for what they believe, but study first and understand exactly where they're going to. 
Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Absolutely. I, I'm with you on that. Strong women. Jean Jerome likes strong women around him. I think he <laughs> accepts the strong women. He, because he's a strong man, right? He doesn't his care. Mom, if I ever yet or no, his mom was the best one. Because sometimes, you know I what? Know. That's why, that's why John know. knows about, about Paloma Yombe, because John will ask his mom, and we will be talking, and she will be telling him, and, her, and even his dad. We were right there, you know. I was just listening everything. He will be telling me, Laura, this and this and this and this and this and that. He will be telling me all that. John has always been mm -hmm. like that. And I'm I so know. grateful. I know. I, know. I, I just want to see what um, what Claire just, can you put up what Claire just said? Never tell a woman you can't. We are stronger than we are given credit for. Absolutely. Thank you, Claire. Yes, we are. Perfect. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I, I don't need to. And, and ah, we have Ayanifa Ifakemi Ayeshi Awogbo. Ayanifa is a God-given gift and calling, and it is a norm in various places of Africa. It is also mentioned in Ifa corpse, corpuses. So any organization going outside of the of this and excluding, suppressing, or scoffing at women is to fight against old Omari's design for creation and humanity I itself. Ashe, thank you. Yes. That's Absolutely. That's exactly the sign of Iwari shit. That's what it talks about. Why women were made of, and it was the same for the men. We were made up for the Absolutely. same. No one can do nothing without us, and we cannot do nothing without them either. We're married Absolutely. together. Absolutely. Absolutely. For or sure. You know, it's time we stand next to um to our fellow men. In oh, we love we him. He's okay. He's okay. Don't worry about it. He's fine. I, I know. Look at him. John, we love you. <laughs> oh, oh, he, he already knows. knows you. He already knows the way I am already. So he he yes, already and knew. And I'm, I'm sure he was getting ready for this. Oh, yeah. You I'm know, <laughs> Anka, Anka just said, we love our padrino. Yes, we do. We do. We like to make fun of him. Sometimes we like to poke, poke him. <laughs> Well, I like to, uh, to be honest, Teresa, if I would have been born again, if I would have been having another star, I would love having a padrino like John. Thank you. Absolutely. I know I consider myself very fortunate. I really do. I really do. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we better we, we, we should carry on because otherwise I can scratch his head from here. <laughs> 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 I understand. Uh, <laughs> oh. right. So now I want to talk about uh, being a, an. <laughs> I want to talk about being an Apache shaman. Okay, is that something that you had um, been introduced to through your grandmother, right? And do you do you take that name as shaman? Apache shaman, or, or is there again? Um, I have my name as Apache, which is White Feather. Uh, mm -hmm. um, my name is White Feather. Um, I am a princess for them. So in in my in with my grandmother, I do everything that she used to do when she was alive. I heal with my hands, and I do a lot of work 
as spiritual the way they do it. Okay, I so would it is recognized. You are recognized as a shaman, as a male shaman would be recognized, right? Um, honestly, I don't even worry about that, um, um, Teresa. Perfect. I don't even worry about whatever. You know why? Because the black witches, the only ones who has all that, they're the women's. I never saw no men in that in that ceremony at all. The ones that has all the secrets is like we call the Yamis. The Yamis won't share what they have because if men do all this now, if they will have our secret, there will be more than what it is right now. So the the what is from Mexico, they don't share nothing with the men. The, the woman is the strong one in there. Ashe, thank you. I'm sorry, God. Absolutely. We love you. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's true, you know, come on, you know, whatever. I'm not going to say it, so we'll, we'll carry on. But <laughs> yeah, whoa, woman power, woo-hoo, yay. Yes, we are. Yes, you know? we are. We are in Mexico, the witches, the black witches, and I'm sure that in my ceremony, there were more from other places that they were there in my ceremony, but there were only women. There was no men at all. Nice. Absolutely. Because let's face it, that's what they are, right? The yummy, the... Um, they're exactly the, the yummies. They're the yummies. And like Absolutely. I said, they're good and they're bad. I don't consider myself a black witch and a bad witch. I don't do no. that. I mean, I feel no. like I'm just like my grandmother that I do always good things. You know, mm -hmm. I don't get those chickens. I don't get those like all, all those gifts that she used to get for healing people. Because mm -hmm. I used to ask my grandmother, why they brought those chickens? Don't ask. Why don't they brought those things? Don't ask. But it was well, because it was the way they will pay to her yeah. <laughs> for healing. Yeah. Gunta. Mm -hmm. Gunta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Jojo's favorite word. Hey, Anka. <laughs> it's something we pick on Anka all the time because she always asks. <laughs> yes, we love you, Anka. Okay. Um. So, okay. So, I'm kind of almost done my questions. All right. Okay. I know it, it's kind of fairly early because I know Jean Jerome wants to. Uh, Ask, Ask his questions, talking oh Spanish. God. I have one more. I have one more. Go ahead. With go regards, ahead, Teresa. Okay, and there's Anka. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so my, my last question is with regards to, because I looked at your bio and it said um, ghost hunting. So do you do paranormal investigations? And in what frame do you do the paranormal? normal investigations can you tell me a little bit about that you know what i love that that's my main thing to be honest i have fun with that I honestly i mean it's for I me like it it's it's really i mean i'm very strong on that i go directly to the houses and i do the me cleanse too. And if I have to talk to the spirits i talk to the spirits if the spirits need to talk to the people yep. they'll talk to the people Yep. Is that your answer? I love it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, it, that's not, what I do. That, and not only on that, Teresa, there's a lot of things that I have seen. 
That is uh-huh. why I'm so confident of what I do. Absolutely. And I'm not scared of anything. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no. And I totally understand you. I totally get it. And good for you. Yay, Thanks, strong y'all. woman. Okay. So, Jean Jerome, I'm going to let you take over. I'm just going to excuse myself because one of my dogs threw up. So I just want to clean up. So Jean Jerome, if you want to ask your, your questions in Spanish, whatever. So excuse me. Thank you so much. I'll be right back. Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome. So Claire Claire, uh, has a a question for you. Uh, So do you get to know the person before you make your mixture of herbs for baths, et cetera? Um, Yes. Basically, what I have to do is a consultation to see what's going on, the matter. The same thing as we do with Ifa. You know, we don't just do anything. That's it. I don't I don't play with the people's life, exactly. I would say. Because yeah. yeah. you can't just do anything and give it to them without asking if it's exactly what she needs or what they need. Oye, John, ¿qué no tiene que ser en español? Sí, vamos a cambiar, lo puede decir, decirlo en español también. La, la persona Claire ha preguntado si ella, si Ale conoce a la persona y adivina antes de preparar cualquier medicina para la persona. Entonces, Ale, ¿tú puedes decir la respuesta en español también? Um, que cuando yo voy a hacer la medicina para las personas, antes de limpiar, yo necesito preguntar a mi orula. Yo necesito preguntar. Yo no puedo dar cualquier medicina. Tengo que ver exactamente lo que persona necesita para limpiar a la persona y para que no tenga problemas. Porque cuando tú haces cosas inadecuadas, las personas pueden tener problemas y sus problemas se hacen mayores de lo que ya los tenía. Exactamente, exactamente. Y hay un buen amigo, Gianmarco Salvato, italiano, señor italiano, un doctor y es de la estregonaria, la estrella de la, de la uh, magia italiana. Y pregunta, how does your tradition treat gender and non-binary expressions of gender? Uh, which tradition? ¿Cuál, John? Ah, ¿Cuál so, tradición? Esa es la cosa. Eh, so vamos a decir... Uh, en no Porque si trata de las brujas negras, La, en las brujas me- negras no son aceptados los hombres. Lo siento mucho, pero ahí no hay hombres en, es, en, en esa área. Uh-huh. Si estamos hablando de los chamanes, we're talking about the chamans, well, there's no, not a problem. And after, in, in el palo, it has to be only men and women. And we're talking about Ifa, and where I am, it's women and men. And we do other things you know we we do give a wokofa kofa um to everybody that needs it mm-hmm. jamaica specifies uh yes i mean the shamanic tradition no uh, there's not a problem for that not a problem mm-hmm. Es que si estamos hablando de los bisexuales o los transexuales, eso no tiene ningún problema. Como chamán, they can do anything. Mm-hmm. And Jamaica thank you. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. This so, is more spiritual in that in that place. There's no men, there's no women in that, in that tradition. 
O sea, el género, el gender plays it's no not, role. That's not important. Gender, gender identity plays no role. It's just spirit. Exactly. In the the same thing like, like with the Bokonos. Yeah, and that's exactly. the way it should be in all traditions. Yeah. yeah. Y en, en los países en, en español también que los chamánicos no hay así eh, limitaciones por género de, o identidad sexual, etc. Es simplemente enfocado en la capacidad espiritual y el don espiritual de la persona. Exacto, porque para ellos, para ellos es importante el, el nacimiento de esas personas. A ellos primero los, los miran antes de, de hacer los chamanes. Ellos pasan por un estudio también, John. Yeah, exacto, exacto, exacto. Una, una investigación. Yeah, exacto. Yes, same thing. Exacto, exacto. So, una, voy a hacer la pregunta en inglés y en español. Entonces, eh, en el tránsito de, voy a decirlo en español y después lo voy a decir en inglés. En el tránsito de, la, la, en la, de pasar de palo a, a la a tierra yoruba, a la cosa de or, oricha, ¿Cuáles fueron las la grandes diferencias en práctica, en concepto espiritual, en tradición que tú te diste cuenta? My, my question is, in moving uh, or basically going into from Palo, and which is in Kisi Bantu, Congo, to uh, Orisha, which is more Yoruba, uh, what were the main differences in practice, cosmology? And how did you relate to that? And how did you, you know, basically get around those differences? Because with Ifal, it's way open for me. I'm more open. I cannot be closed. I cannot be closed. And you know, in the old Orisha, there's a, I mean, they closed a lot of things. There, there's a lot of things that I don't want to talk about that I just respected. And that's it. With Ifa, it's open, it's open. And uh, becoming a, a Dibere, a Yobedi first, a Yobedi teaches me a lot of things that I'm supposed to respect too. So I respect all that, but I understand who I am and how much I have to learn more. And then I feel like I am free and I can do all that that I love. Mm -hmm. And I can I can manage very well in el palo. I'm good in el palo, very good. Obvious, bruja negra. What can I not do? <laughs> John, you want something? Hot <laughs> 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 <Ma>, Teresa? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, in Spanish, huh? I forgot. <laughs> lo lo que pasa que que eh, uh, yo me siento más libre en Ifa porque ni va, yo me puedo desenvolver como yo quiero, como yo soy, todo lo que yo soy y lo que represento. So, en, 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 siendo Olo Orisha, en el Oro Orisha como Santera, tiene muchas limitaciones que no están conmigo, y menos siendo Edíbere en Ifa. Entiendo, sí, sí, sí. Por esa razón yo me siento más desenvuelta, más abierta en Ifa. Y esa es mi parte, donde Ifa a mí me deja ser todo, pero respetando todo lo que está también en la tierra. Exactly. Did you hear, Teresa? Did you understand? Yeah. No? She says, she says that Ifa gives her the, the, the freedom. freedom and the freedom and the latitude to be anything 
that she yes. that her spirits not because not her as well but her spirits want to be and to express it in any way right, right. I, just, just to I be clear what, what what Ada is referring to is again is the the spirit of each Odu okay when you talk about the spirit of the Odu and you live the spirit of the Odu that you you see that the Odu talks about many facets of life nature and spiritual expression and not all of those expressions are necessarily practiced or find their their manifestation within purely Yoruba tradition or Afro-Cuban traditional uh, structures. They, right. they, they're much more global than that. Ifa, if Ifa is truly the word or the, the, the intermediary between the divine and all the divinities and humankind, uh, it cannot be single singular in its cultural expression or its manifestation in practice. Absolutely. Para lo que están estudiando o escuchando, la diferencia aquí que lo que Ada está expresando es que Ifa en su sentido más puro, en su sentido más espiritual, representa la libertad de la persona basado en sus protecciones espirituales y en su camino terrestre que ha escogido en el cielo de expresarse por cualquier medio religioso espiritual que sea compatible con ese destino okay? por eso también en, en el afro cubano en esa parte antes lo que la gente se olvida un poco muchas veces muchos signos afro cubanos por también la mezcla de los diferentes esclavos que vinieron a Cuba había caminos de Ifa o Dudifa que decía que la persona podía practicar el palo o que podía expresarse, okay? o sea, que había recibido el espíritu de Ifa, que había recibido su destino, sabía su destino, porque su destino y su expresión estaba en otra tierra. Podía ser la tierra de Kisi, podía ser la tierra de Ocha, etc. Y esa yeah. separación de función es muy importante. Translating into English. Again, that in the Afro-Cuban even, in, in all our Odus we find the Afro-Cuban, it talks about the, the, the different expressions, spiritual expression, ability with each, each Odu to, for the person to express himself in different spiritual paths. In Cuba, because of the mix of the slaves that were brought over, that's why many Odus of Ifa will say a particular person does not belong to Ifa. They have received the destiny. In other words, Ifa's mission or purpose is only to reveal destiny. But exactly. the actual expression of the spiritual forces that support that person are not you know, tied to just one cultural linguistic group. And in Cuban, Afro-Cuban, if, if, if we peel away the layer, even <laughs> Afro-Cuban is not purely Yoruba. As we've talked to Danielle for many years, uh, yes. Danielle has been a, a staunch uh, advocate and researcher in that area, that, and, you know, we, we've worked together with him on that, is comparing linguistically the, the traces that, Ifa is really universal and has in the Ifa practice in Cuba is not just Yoruba, but has strong influences from Fagbasa or Jisa. From, from the Vodun aspect. So that, that's that's the that's this you know the, the general paradigm that we're talking about here. And and then why in its truest sense, the way that Ade expresses herself, you know, uh, and has gone through so many different paths. There's a, a continuity through all of them. 
which is spirit. Exactly. And Absolutely. One, yes. One is spirit, and secondly, is the connection with the uh, divine feminine, or the divine, you know, what you they call the ancestral mothers, la brujas, the witches, the yami. But those two threads go all the way, you know, through her through her journey, and we're finally confirmed again with her odu, as she mentions of. Ifa, Itefa, Jariafa, uh, which is Oyekun uh, Ilub. Exactly. Wow, he's good, huh? <laughs> he is. He just kind of whips an entire textbook right before you and, and gives you the, uh, the summary, right? <laughs> the Coles Notes summary, right? Basically, that's Ifa. <laughs> uh, okay. So, What's Facebook user says? I why Ken. I, I see the Ken. energy. I believe that's Ken. Ken. Is that you? Why I, I see the energy on things and people, but not the aura colors? Oh no, this might be Chris Allen. This might be because he's talking about Cherokee ancestors. According to Twenty Three and Me, I have Cherokee ancestors. Yes, this is Chris. Chris it's Allen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody, when it, for anybody who wants to ask a question, make a comment. Please uh, sign your comment because, depending on the the security rights for or where you're watching the show, uh, otherwise you just come up as Facebook user and Facebook user. Yeah, and it's hard to see together. exactly to who it is. So para lo que nos siguen, eh, si uh, pueden poner su nombre al final del comentario porque por la regla de seguridad o de Facebook y StreamYard, si no aparece solamente como un usuario misterio, Facebook user, entonces no sabemos con quién estamos hablando. Correcto. Yeah. <coughs> Any more questions? Oh, we have many more. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's okay, Day. We won't put you on the hot seat <laughs> for too long. So, uh, In terms of you, you know, we've we've shared a, a long relationship with uh, our good friend uh, Daniel Barreiro, Bocono da Fuji. Uh, how has the awareness of your ancestor helped and sh and helped to shape your religious practice and and the rest and the continuation of your journey? So, eh, nosotros dos tenemos el, el privilegio de tener un buen amigo en común, Daniel Barreiro. Entonces yo te pregunto, eh, con esas conversaciones que hemos tenido y ese conocimiento del, del Yoto, ¿cómo ha influenciado tu práctica religiosa actual y cómo ayudó a encaminar más y también a fortalecer tu camino y trayectoria religiosa? Well, Daniel, Daniel um, ha sido muy importante en mi vida y es una parte muy importante para nosotros, porque en realidad somos tres los que trabajamos juntos. Um, Daniel ha sido el brazo más fuerte también, aparte de John. Eh, eh, no tengo palabras para lo de Daniel, simplemente Daniel uh, para mí ha sido algo que a mí me ha dado más seguridad y ser más fuerte de lo que yo soy. Uh, Daniel Barriento, Dafo G, he's become very, very important in my life. And he's been very important in my life since the first time I met him. 
because of John, basically. Thanks to you, John. Mm -hmm. oh he make, uh, you know, he make me more stronger, especially with my Joto, my ancestors, uh, to live, to be more strong with them. And and I had no words about Danielle because basically I feel like we're so close that wherever I feel I need to say or talk to him or, or have an advice, Danielle is great. I'm doing it. And the same mm -hmm. thing with John. So it's like I'm I'm so grateful because I have two of two of them that they're very strong in my life. And mm -hmm. I'm not even, I don't even worry about nothing because I have them. Thank you, gracias, gracias. Thank you very much. Uh, Michael says, Jean-Jerome, that was brilliant explanation. Thank you so very much for that. And Ianifa Omoku, thank you so much for your generous spirit and teaching. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And, uh, and and actually, the user, the Cherokee was, uh, is a user um, and, and person tuning in is Sarita Rotz. I'm the one writing about Cherokee and the question on Aura. Okay. Yeah. So, ella pregunta si, si dentro, yo, yo, yo supongo que la pregunta que ella está haciendo, and the main question she's asking is, in the Cherokee uh, belief system, they, there's the question of Aura. Of the aura of the person in in the Apache, the shaman, is there a similar uh, belief or or practice? I think we have everything most more similar, and it depends of each of us. Same thing. So it's like we have that. I mean, we cannot make the Apaches to be something that they're not. It's just what we have and what we come with uh, with our ancestors. Okay. Uh, one of our watchers, uh, Tonya, hello, Tonya, uh, says, can you explain the divine feminine? What is the importance? On what, where exactly? Because the, the, the feminine, basically, we are very important in everywhere. And everywhere. I cannot name on nothing because the women is the one that has all the secrets, even in Ifa. They're the guardians. Absolutely. Too. The divine the divine feminine is the divine principle. And right. there's no ifs, no. buts, or, or or whatever, right? Yes. It, it's as simple as that, right? It's creation, right? I mean, uh, it's so uh, uh, different than how we are brought up in our Christo, Christian Judaism, Muslim, where it's an all-male God. Well, we all know that, you know, really, when you're talking about um, being birthed and bringing things into the world. A lot, it is a lot of this, is a, it's on us, too, because if we make, mm -hmm. I mean, if the men are the way they are, it's because we will support mm -hmm. them of doing it. Absolutely. Well, it's, all, it's up to us now to change that and to, to come forward, you know, especially during these times as as we are now witnessing in the political arena in the United States, where we have, you know, women being subjugated and, and women, you know, being chosen as long as they obey, right, um, into a Supreme Court position. But we won't go there. Um, I don't want to get political. Let's ask, let's ask John if he ever, you know, got the chancla from the Queen one. 
Oh, no. Y vaya, vaya, entonces no. La madre, no, mi mamá nunca utilizó chancleta, pero un buen. Un buen... There you go. Yeah. Either you stop or you're, I get you, John. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that, that, that shaped me, right? That shaped me who I am to respect. Mm -hmm. But she never did it uh, wanting. She always explained why she was doing it. Nice. Right? So that was a very important. Como siempre digo, crecemos juntos también. Ese Daniel que te está diciendo. Te quiero mucho, Daniel. No te soy infiel con Jan, tú sabes. Yo te adoro. Tú eres el único. <laughs> We play around, uh, Teresa. I mean, what was, what was that question? What, who was that and what did they say? It was Daniel. It was Daniel. That was Daniel? Yeah, we grew Yeah, that was Daniel. Right. Okay. So, and uh, Vianney says, oops, thanks. Uh, oh, sorry. They're very much like family for us. We had the honor of meeting her. Thank you, thank you. Yes. And uh, thank you. I'm Sarita Rhodes, mi reina bella. I love you. That's for you, Avi. Thank you. Thank you, Sarita. I love you too. Sonia says, thank you. Because you speak English too. Mm -hmm. And somebody says, there, I'm sharing this is important. Okay, good. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anything else? Oh, siempre muchas cosas. Siempre muchas cosas. So, un momento. <laughs> uh, like, okay. <laughs> no, but, I'm, but okay, what I like is the fact that we have the audience is very enthusiastic and very engaged, very active. So I want to give them Absolutely. more time. Sometimes it, it's not yeah. the case. So, Ian, if I can Ayesha Awugbile says, I have a question about skinwalkers. Is it hereditary? Hmm. About the skinwalkers. Yeah, is it hereditary? Hereditary. Well, basically, I think it's yes, it is because basically my daughter is, and I, I was inspecting my daughter to be, and um, I never saw, to be honest, my grandmother because I, I should see my grandmother, but I don't know my grandma. She was a skinwalker, to be honest. I just know that. I'm a skinwalker. Mm -hmm. And that's, mm -hmm. I, I think it's mostly the chosen one because even my daughter, she's an Omo Oshunto. Well, absolutely. Remember, uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so just, just for people that are, that are tuning in as well, this, this, this concept of skinwalker, okay? And mm -hmm. uh, because some people who are, who are you know, more familiar with the Orisha, and if I practice, they may not make the association. But uh, there are many examples of Orisha who are essentially had a role as skinwalker. Most of them, and actually all of them that, I get, that come to mind, are always women. Oshu, right? Uh, yes. Forming into the uh, the vulture, okay? Uh, and other, other birds as her messenger. Uh, Oya transforming into the buffalo, uh, they call it buffalo women. In other words, the ability to transform into uh, a, an animal uh, that, you know, that was, and, and that those are in Odu Zuvifa where it specifically talks about that transformation. So it's interesting that that phenomenon is, is present and, and uh, documented within Odu Zuvifa, but is also very much in uh, in many parts of indigenous belief systems in many of the First Nations in, in the United States, especially a common among the Navajo, 
Apache, uh, Apache, Navajo, Apache family, but but very common in that area of the southwest of the U.S., New mm -hmm. Mexico, Arizona. Mexico, too, Mexico, Mexico those far right. Mexicos, those uh -huh, exactly. the Aztecs and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I have a question, Jean Jerome, uh -oh. and what about Yemaya when she is represented as a mermaid? How would she be considered a skinwalker? Uh, the, the transformation of Yemoya is not as documented. Uh, Yemoya is often depicted as having a totem animal. Osame. Um, yeah, as being. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, but not, it's not as prevalent. Uh, she is, but not as prevalent as o Oya, yes. Like very much so. And Oshun, yes. Um, and, oh, and hold on. Beth says. Those are shapeshifters, spirits that change from in English. A skinwalker is a spirit from the Navajo tradition, and you probably don't want to know one. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, some they won't say what you are. No, they won't say because some they're not very nice. But I mean, some were. Well, I feel proud of myself, and I'm, I'm sure my daughter too, because that's nothing really bad. And and I seen the the owls too, the owls and the cats. You know, from skinwalkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the other thing mm -hmm. is, well, we have to understand that in many cases it is it has been as well by Hollywood. There's been movies that have demonized the same way they demonize you know some things of Orisha mm -hmm. or Vodun or anything else, and they put more emphasis on the negative attributes or the negative powers, mm -hmm. right? Like it seemed to be like mm -hmm. an antagonist to the to the shaman, uh, as opposed to being, you know, part of the spiritual mysteries of the of the tribe and everything else, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know, because so, so many times when I've heard it being said, it it you know, even these <laughs> little sort of docudramas on TV, they describe the skinwalkers as something totally evil and should be avoided and, and are scary, you know. And it's like, so right. why are they so prevalent and part of the culture? What is the fear there? Because uh, let me tell you, Teresa, why they can be scary. Because um, like I said, the black witches, they can be as everything. Whoever wants to be bad, they're going to be bad. bad. So mm -hmm. if, if they're mm -hmm. skinwalkers and they want to use it for bad, believe me, they don't last much. Their life mm -hmm. gets short. For some reason, things happen, and they, they, they either they kill them or they do something to them, but they're gone. But skinwalkers, that we do the best and we help people, and, and we do it to protect our loved ones because that's exactly when we can change, you know, to protect right. our family for certain yeah. reason, and we'll just go and do our work, and that's it. And that's not right. going to happen to us. But when I feel like when you're doing something bad, they die, they kill them, or they do something to, to it. Because let me tell you, the first experience that I have with my daughter, I was scared because I, I thought that she was going to do something, uh, maybe eat a human mm -hmm. or something. You never know, to, uh, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But when I saw my daughter that she was eating an animal, so I go, okay. I mean, that's part of a, her trans transformation. About the, yes. the animal she was, she is. I mean, right. so yes. as long as she eats the animal, whatever it is, when she's hungry, I'm fine. And now I know that she can. She has that balance of knowing what she's doing now. 
Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if I, if I can be Aisha, says, thank you. I ask this because my mother always tells a story of when she was small. She saw her grandparents transformed into an animal. I'm very interested in knowing more about this area. We were not told about it because back in the days, the old people don't talk. Exactly. That's true. Uh -huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. well, Interesting. Well, Yanifai uh, Fakemi, now you know a, a, a skinwalker. So, uh, and mm -hmm. again, I'll, we'll be displaying how people can reach uh, Ade after the show, at, towards the end of the show, so that I encourage you to extend uh, Ade an invitation and uh, stay mm -hmm. in touch with her. Again, I've known her for a long time. She's an excellent uh, person mm -hmm. and an excellent religious practitioner. So, uh, mm -hmm. You have a good, you have another good source there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> any side or any traditional a tradition has negative side, just like the two wolves, the one who you feed, that's the one that grows. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then Vianney says Hollywood has helped demonize all spiritual practices that don't conform to yep. the mainstream religions. True. Yep. You got it, Vianney. No, it helps. True. It doesn't really give the secrets completely or everything, but it helps no. a little so people won't be scared of them. Hey, Carmela. Carmela. Oh, she said, sorry, <laughs> yeah. that was me, Carmela. Yeah. Yeah, Carmela, what was it that you asked? This, any oh, side. Oh, right? this one. Okay. Exactly. The duality, the dark and the light, right? Right. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Right, absolutely. Right. Thank you, Carmela. Mm -hmm. Yes. No, for sure. So um, what was I going to say? I'm going to ask a very obvious question. When you become a skinwalker, you were talking about you eat this animal. Is this something that you know intrinsically within you that this is who you are as the animal? And so do you eat this animal knowing that this is this is you as a skinwalker, uh, or, or does the animal choose you? Do you know what I'm or, saying? Or, or, or uh, Osea, do, do you do it under possession? Do, do you know, are you conscious of the transformation? Or yes. No, but the skinwalker will never know what exactly they're doing. They won't know. They won't know unless if someone tells you, you know? Because yeah. it, it, you're basically okay. in a, a, a transformation that you won't notice anything. Until you see it on yourself, like you will see blood in your hands or feathers or anything in your hands. And you know that something happened. And that's because uh, basically, like I said, the moons has to do with it too. I mean, I only know, I mean, the way I find out about my daughter is because I was, I was missing animals in the house. Because I had animals for certain things and I had them and I was like, Wait a minute, I bought this once and I don't have them. And then I was, I was looking for another one and I didn't have them. So I will hear this noise in back of my house, but I didn't know what was going on. And, and let me tell you something. At first, I thought it was a big snake or something that was eating the animals. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. later on, my daughter comes with the animal and she wants to feed me too. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, that's when I find out. That's when I saw it from my own eyes. 
So okay. every time that she comes with me to certain places that there's a mountain that you can smell the, you know, the mother nature and you can smell the animals, there's a possibility that she's going to transfer. And I get scared because yeah. I don't want her to, you know, to transfer because then, I mean, if they see her, they might shot her or do something that people might be scared of seeing her. It's nothing bad. It's a very right. nice animal, though. She's beautiful. Right. Well, she's my daughter, right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, uh, I believe, again, so, yeah, Sarita Rhodes. She said, is that even real? Uh, yes, yes. Mermaids. A lot of documentaries are coming out, so I'll be, uh, so I'll be thinking of Oloku. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a and that's why I asked my question, right? Because mm -hmm. they are apparently they exist. Yes, they do. I mean, I, I mean, I can, I was, I mean, I was with my brother when we saw a mermaid, and he would look at me and he goes, "Are you seeing what I'm saying?" I go, "Yes." Are you? Do you really think that's what it is? Um, I was like, "Yes," and we were little. We were little. Ah. <laughs> I'm telling you that if I would tell you how many yeah. things I have seen, I mean, seen. Yeah. and for me, it's like something so natural, so normal. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. the only thing I haven't seen, to be honest, is aliens. I was about to see an alien and that's the only thing I couldn't see. I wasn't ready to see an alien. An alien, right, right. Well, we I know someone ready. who actually has had an experience, um, well, I'm not going to give it, a, did, or did she say, Carmela? <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Carmela, Carmela has another question uh, after, but this one is Sarita. One day I went to a Misa, and this guy was acting like a snake. Another one was eating fire. Can you explain about those entities? Uh, for myself, if I see something like that, when they're acting, acting that way, I couldn't say it's something good, to be honest. A spirit with light does not act like that and does not make shows. He will come and talk and say what he needs to say, and that's it, mm -hmm. to be honest. Because I know what Sarista is talking about, because I have seen mm -hmm. scenes from people Pretending they're, you know, there's something, but they're not. Exactly. I mean, uh, John, I've been in through those things, and well, I've had. Okay, so to answer Rita, my only experience, I've had, I've been in a consultation, and and where I've been consulting somebody, and the person uh, had come to Ifa. He didn't tell me exactly the reason, but he, he had come to Ifa because he would um, fall into. Uh, possession and mm -hmm. he would fall into possession uncontrollably in his workplace right and the transformation and the possession was such that people would be frightened because the the movements and the actions would be something almost serpentine mm -hmm. uh, and uh you know he came to the consultation he's a very serious person he's a, a business person a father of family uh you know that's somebody who looking for limelight or attention or anything else, but he had a, as a, and uh, when uh, 
I consulted him, and he had come late at night because I'm like uh, Baba, uh, Prince Babadeli calls me a wokukusi, the diviner <laughs> of the night, the late night. So he had come Batman. late night that day, and uh, Batman, right? And uh, he mounted in the middle of the consultation. Mm -hmm. So I had to pause the consultation, and his movements were completely serpentine, completely gone. I mean, the person was no longer there. What we were dealing with was an animal, okay? Controlled, controlled thing. And don't, there was no audience. There was no, you know, mm -hmm. this was a show. This was an atambor. No, no, no. He just, he mounted. It's the only and first time where I've seen somebody mount with a the energy of a creature, of, a, of an animal. So we had to stop the consultation, of course. We had to basically ask the spirit and, and you know, remove the spirit in a sense so that he would just basically remove, recede so the person could regain consciousness and be able to finish the consultation. But that spirit manifested to, to show his identity, to show the land that he belonged to, to show the origins of that person. Right, mm -hmm. and that person's origins were Fongwei, okay, uh, Fongwei, and this is not Daniel. Daniel knows who it is. <laughs> Daniel knows who it is because at that time I sought Daniel's counsel because mm -hmm. when I realized what I what the phenomenon I was experiencing, I mm -hmm. went to Daniel because I said this is of, of this land. This is of this is of Vodou. This is not of Orisha. This is of Vodou, and so we, we we went through that, and later the person crowned. Uh, Orisha or Vodou in, in the Cuba, in the Arara tradition. And okay. once you crown, it's it stopped or slowed down those manifestations. Mm. Right? So, mm. so um, but, you know, I, so I can personally attest to a possession of a non-human entity, but again, not in a tambor, not attention-seeking, exactly. not trying to mm -hmm. follow fire for the sake of following fire. Uh, yes. They know, but really, like in possession and all that, and there are many countless examples also in Haiti, especially in Vodun Ceremony, where people will. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Right, but, and I, mean, I only had one other person that had that ca that, that capacity. One other person I know, other than somebody that Yell knows, which will, but uh, another person that had that. So that manifestation of actually, and and to be honest with you, if we weren't in the middle of 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 a a consultation and if he mm -hmm. fought presence and we weren't there who knows what he would have done if I had a, had a chicken or a, a mouse nearby I could have possibly witnessed the guy just swallow a, a rat like like nothing it sounds more like a skinwalker too but that's what I'm that, saying that so sounds like that a skinwalker I mean everything you said it sounds just like a skinwalker but, but and that's what I'm saying however the person's ethnic and, and religious spiritual I think was Funwei, was 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 Vodou, right? And, mm -hmm. and the entity then was put in check by again mm -hmm. the uh, the crowning ceremony, which suppressed mm -hmm. or allowed the person, but he still will mount, but it suppressed that a bit. Um, so uh, yeah, it was, so sorry, Carmela, is this for, okay? So Carmela has a question. We have a lot of questions building up. Here. Okay, Carmela, <laughs> I sometimes wake up with bruises. What can cause it? I know I do travel in my dream state. I often get the feel that I am battling someone or something. That can be true because I, I do fly too. I used to travel at first. I started traveling when I was little. 
And there's a story behind all that because, I mean, I didn't believe it about me flying. Have you heard the dogs when they bark? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they bark a lot, right? So my, my grandparents or other people, they would say, oh, la muerte está pasando. The death is passing by. That's you know, right. the spirits are passing by too. They used to say that. So we used to hear all these dogs bark and stuff like that. So there's a point, I was like six or seven years when I start flying. I, I, I start going to places and I feel myself like I was flying and flying and flying. But yeah. later on, I feel like when every time I'm trying to come, I, I mean, lower down, I will hear dark, I mean, dogs bark. So I was thinking of myself the next day, like what I was doing is this real, like she's saying right now, because she has bruises and stuff like that. Because you do get bruises, mm -hmm. depends whatever you're doing. And so... um. I hear in the radio, for some reason, I hear somebody saying that when you fly, you can go anywhere you want. It's because your spirit, you know, actually your body's there, but your spirit's out. You're doing whatever yeah, you want to do. And you can go and you can transfer yourself to wherever you want. So, so when I start doing it, I'm on like, next day, I go, I'm going to fly. So I say, I'm going to fly again. So I start doing it. And I start going by the dogs and I hear the dogs barking and barking. And I go, I'm going to go because I have, a, uh, I mean, three brothers of mine older than me that I passed before I was born. She's freezing. I wanted to. So I said, I'm going to go. Oh, give her a second. Give her a second. A, I mean, there's so you're freezing. You got a little me? Bit, uh, no, yeah, your screen froze. Sorry, they have high winds. And got me? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard you. Yeah, te escuchamos. Okay, so yeah. so I experiment by flying and go to see where my brothers were. The next day, when I talked to my mother, I told my mom um, that I want to know where my brothers were um, located. And, and then I mm -hmm. tell her everything about the location and everything. And my mom goes, you're crazy. Who told you that? I, and then I end up saying, well, I went over there. And she was like, how did you go all the way over there? I mean, and that's how I find out that I was talking the truth to my mother. And she was like surprised and thinking crazy. That's it. Yeah. But yeah. since I my mother was so surprised, I go like, I was right. I'm doing right. So I stopped me too. Mm -hmm. So those things, yeah. like when you battle, when you're sleeping, you are battling with some. Yeah, sure. I battle yeah, sure. too. And I always you tell travel. people, when you're dreaming, if you have a big dream, a bad dream with your enemy, kill me. You can bring anything and that's it. You will kill it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's how it is. I mean, I see that's that's okay. so easy yeah. for me that yeah. I don't know. 
I don't know. Sometimes white people uh, they struggle so much. <laughs> well, well I, I'm gonna I'm gonna read this comment and I'll make a comment <laughs> myself. I have seen them all too. Many things I have seen is only the father that I know now, of cert for certain that I'm not crazy for or nor imagining things. Yes. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, Teresa, in the time that I've known Teresa, Teresa, and and two situations where uh, Teresa introduced me to a client who needed next... help, uh, Teresa can attest to the person or, or person associated saying, "You've been here. You've been in in this place. I've seen you before. You've come into this house. You were here." And recently, Teresa knows of somebody else who said the same thing. And in both cases, I have actually traveled and seen these places yep. in my dream yep. and been able to describe the interior decor, the layout, the the road there, although I'd never been there before in my life. Mm -hmm. Actually, we both had that similar dream yep. at the time and we were exchanging stories and we said, so what is, Yeah, like, okay, we're obviously that. going to the same place, right? And sure enough, months later, we find yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Sword asks, what is the best spiritual advice that you have received? It is Jay Sword. Thank you, uh, everyone. The best spiritual advice. El mejor consejo espiritual que tú has recibido. O sea, yo supongo en tu práctica o en ejercer y desarrollarte. I think, I think, I And the best the best, I think, is when I met that lady when I was 16. That was one of the best one, basically the one that helped me to start going on every path that I've been going now and what I'm doing. That's basically the one who helped with this. Because I didn't know how to manage that at that time. Right. How to spirit too. Ashe. Oh, we're screen is freezing. Sorry. Yeah, the screen. We're having a little bit of connection problem. I think because of the uh, wind or something at, at her at her place mm -hmm. right now. Um. Yeah, and Carmela says yes. When the dog howling, we say it's a bad omen. Carmela. Yes. Yes. High winds, or when a dog howls in their sleep, like my dog yeah. sometimes does that. <laughs> and then Not uh, even I always. Well, it can. I think because they can, for me, everything they can sense. They can sense things. I know my dog when I sleep and she starts to to howl. I wake up and I know she senses things around me and outside of the house, and I know she does. Yeah, and uh, Sarita says. Uh, I always go where I was born. Ponce, Barrio, Tiburones. Yeah, they can sense and they can sense. Oh, we're, we're on a time lag here. Sorry. Yeah, bit, Let's uh, wait till we get caught up. Ponce, Barrio, Tiburones. Mm -hmm. Oh, you're reading. Yeah, Ade uh, is about a few seconds behind in terms of refresh on her end. Mm-hmm. We'll let Ade, Ade, can you hear us? Can you repeat the last thing you said about um, sometimes dogs sense and yes. then you cut out? Yeah. 
Yeah, because yeah, they can see everything. That's what I said. They, they can see, yeah. they can sense. And I mean, already noticed that because I play with the dogs when I used to fly. That's what I used to do. That's why I know the dogs and the animals. Any animal can tell you when something is there. Yeah. Oh, that's for sure. They do, truly. So, Yanifah, if I can be, says, oh, gosh. I'm faint. <laughs> Can't believe Yanifa Orunomoko is confirming a lot of things for me. Well, well, well. <laughs> well, that's why we have these shows, <laughs> so that we can bring people on <laughs> to <laughs> help others. It's easy. I love Thank it. you so much. <laughs> no. That's really what our show is about, is to connect with other people so that people can reach out, you know. You're, you're not alone, and you're not weird. I'm not like, alone, that's the honest. problem. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so Tonya says, I've always been able to feel people. I've felt someone new recently. How do you travel <laughs> without knowing the location? That's an interesting question. When you say you're able to feel people, in what sense do you feel them um, and you felt someone? Do you mean while you're sleeping um, or when you're awake? I'm assuming you're saying when oh. you're sleeping. How do you travel without knowing the location? Um, um, you just do. Your spirits will guide you there. I don't know. Uh, a day? Can you answer that? When I fly, it's because I, um, when I fly, is when I fly, that's when I sleep. I go to sleep, but with my mind, exactly. Oh, I'm gonna fly. I, I know already going to fly. I want to go somewhere. I already have the balance of doing it. You know, when you don't know, just do it and, and maybe go anywhere, whatever you have in mind it might take you to what you want to see mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you can actually um That's i know when i speak when i, I know when i speak exactly um i know when i want an answer and i want an answer from the eme i will go to bed with the intention of asking a question and they will answer and that's when I know. So you can actually program yourself before sleeping to do something or to get an answer. And and Facebook user here says, I was talking about... Yes, you can do that. But also, I mean, when you already have the... Oh. Okay, we're having a, a lagging situation again. Yeah, I apologize, everybody. I think uh, we were doing quite well, but I think uh, the connection at, at his uh, locality, maybe because of the storm, uh, is causing a little bit of problem. Um, Ade, yo te voy a recomendar. Tú trata, tú puedes tratar de salir y volver a entrar. Yes. A ver si la conexión se mejora un poco porque hay, hay demasiado, se está atrasando demasiado las imágenes. Ok, trata de reconectar. Yo te voy a, yo te voy a sacar ahora, trata de reconectarte. Yes, I can try that. Ok, I'm going to kick her off for a minute.
Okay. And what was that last question by, I think it was Tanya? Uh, sorry, I've always been, we're getting a lot of questions. <laughs> this is a, yeah. a record, record she breaking. She said something one. about. Uh, so Tonya, I believe, saying, uh, I was talking about dreaming about, oh, no, sorry, this is uh, somebody else. That's, uh, one. that's the one, that's the one. Well, no, that's a different is person. That Tonya? No, that's that's a different, that's uh, um, uh, the young lady, Sada Sarita. That's a different okay. one. Okay. And then uh, Anka says, Ashe. And then, oh, okay, here we go, Ade. Let's see. Hopefully, we get a better connection. Cantame algo. She's frozen. No. Oh, she, still si me dices que te canto, voy a cantar una canción chistosa y no te va a gustar. <laughs> canta, coño, canta. <laughs> sing for me. I'm telling her, sing for me. So I can see if there's a delay. No, no, it is good. Oh, I say if I sing, I'm gonna sing something funny that you're not gonna like. <laughs> That's okay. So, 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 so Tonya okay. says their energy. She meant their energy when she feels their energy in the room when she's awake. So not in her dream, but when she's awake oh, and the oh. energy in the room. Okay, so then I'm not understanding the question either. Because um, um, now it's in part energy. Because I think there, were, I think it was a crawlery question. I think it was a. Okay, like a, um, we're talking about when. Oh, here we go again. Somebody that wants to know when something. In that, when you feel like a spirit's in the room, it's easy to tell because you can feel energy, the energy of the spirit. It could be warm. Are they? Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Tú estás en el mismo lugar donde tú estabas o tú cambiaste de posición? I'm in the same place. Eh, eh, out, uh, porque la conexión está todavía muy lenta. Hay una diferencia de unos 10 segundos entre lo que tú hablas o te mueves y lo que yeah. se escucha. ¿En la cocina? I want to cook. Oh. Just kidding. She goes, go in the kitchen. You might have better connection. I'll go, I don't want to cook. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me go out to the kitchen. Okay, try that. Get yeah, closer to that. the router. Okay. Ah. Uh, yes. Coming? That could be possibly better. You guys know that since we've been talking, we don't got good energy. It's super big energy there that we can't even yeah, talk. Yeah. All right. That's it. Okay, let's see. All right, a little bit better. Okay, so Anka, Anka, my goddaughter as well, says, what is your favorite divination method for yourself? Mine? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I love doing card reading. 
Ah, because mostly all my customers and people, they love the card reading. Mm -hmm. And what cards do you use? Oh, I, I have a lot of my babies. I work with a lot of them. I have like nine cards, nine different type of cards. I have the witches and I have other ones. I have a lot. They're like nine different ones. And depends on the person okay. I will use or I will choose one. Okay. Okay. Do you use okay. the um, Spanish cards? Just, uh, I'm just, that's, just that's different, mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she okay. used like witch cards or like like oracle cards. She used different type of oracle okay. cards, tarot, like whatever the spirit moves her to use. That I know yeah, from right. from from ages. She'll pull out the same a tarot card as a oracle <laughs> card. It's still divine just as well. Perfect. Uh, Beth That's says, what should be. "Yeah, okay. my, my mom, my mother had the gift of flight as well as strong psychic abilities." But I never got that particular gift. She used to do it for fun, but eventually was unable to do it following a medical procedure that affected her head. I know she really felt the loss. I remember you telling uh, me this story, Beth. Um, yes. And then it can Claire happen, John. You know why? Because the pressure when you're flying, the more you know, the more up you go, the more high you go. It's the more pressure you put in on your body. That's what happens. The lower you get, I mean, you get to see more, but it's fun when you go higher because you're playing with the wind, you're playing with everything that's there. That's right. That's right. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and Claire says, I've been places later in life, and I know I've been there before. I can say exactly what is around the corner. I'm glad to know I'm not crazy. Because family members thought I was. So let me, if I may make a comment here. Uh, one of the, again, as we said, and I'll say it in both languages. Well, not, one of the reasons we do these, these shows is that everybody we bring to the, the show are real practitioners. Are people that have had years and years of upbringing, training, experience, and have seen a lot. And th these phenomena are real and what we want to make sure that and you, and more importantly not that you're they're not just that they're real but you find the same mo the same modus operandi the same characteristics across many different cultures and belief systems so these are almost laws of of the of nature right that's why they say the supernatural is often the most natural para los que nos escuchan, todas las personas que traemos al programa son personas que practican su creencia por años, ayudando personas, ayudando a sus comunidades y tienen el don. Y lo bonito que hacemos en este programa es traer personas de diferentes tradiciones donde el cual se ve muchas de las mismas características de lo natural, o sea, de poderes naturales. Por eso se dice lo, lo sobrenatural es lo más natural. Pero one key area about being, you know, sanity or insanity, because unfortunately, and we've had this many times before, there are, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what I, one of the things I love about Ifa is Ifa is impartial. Ifa will tell mm -hmm. you when there's mental illness, and Ifa will tell you when the person has a gift, okay? And, and also people have, within their own religious belief system, also a similar ability to filter, and, and every belief understands that both conditions exist.
sometimes, sometimes they coexist. Okay, which is true. Alguna vez se coexisten las dos condiciones, mi evidencia y también enfermedad mental. No quiere decir que son exclusivas uno de la otra. But at the end of the day, what is a what is a tragedy? Why we do these shows is to let people know that the possibility and the phenomena exist. And quite often, sadly, children are repressed. They're beaten. They are, you know, sometimes sent to psychiatrists and drugged. They are abused. I mean, the list goes on. They're ridiculed. They're shunned. And when in reality, they have a gift. And lo que quiere decir que hacemos este programa porque muchas veces las personas que tienen estos dones, realmente de estos dones, lo diagnostican como el loco, le hacen la vida imposible, le mandan psiquiatra, le dan droga, etc. The difference is, and why, for those who are watching, if I, and that's why I say the empirical method, if a person has dreamt and they've gone somewhere, and this is what uh, Laura uh, Ade uh, alluded to. They will bring truth forth. The same way yes. that when someone mounts, they will say something which is absolutely impossible to have known or have precognition or to be able to know. Okay? When you see phenomena, when you see absolutely. something where somebody has the gift and, and says, look, this has happened like this, this person looks like this, this has happened at this time, you were doing this, 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 this. You can be as skeptical as you want. You can be as afraid as you want, but that's real spirit is there. Mm -hmm. and, yes. and, the, mm -hmm. and what we want to let people know, the same way that sometimes people will come, oh, I've done this, I've seen that, but there's no validity. Because nothing that they say in terms of message, nothing that they say in terms of, of diagnosis or in terms of is true. Right, because they want a lot of people. Sometimes want that experience. They want to. Be, they want to be able to do it, and 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 then their imaginations go, you know, all over the place. They start saying things which are not true. The key is always to be honest and to be, you know, unbiased and and impartial. If spirit, or I don't care if they say they went to Alaska. I don't care if they say they went to, you know, they saw me uh, in a house, you know, fine. But if what they say, if their message is true, or they give a, 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 an aspect which can be verified, you cannot ridicule, you cannot, because the person has spirit. Yes, right? Absolutely. So. Completely true. I mean, uh, people that we went through this, this type of experience, we already know, even uh, when we have to help a spirit, and because, you know, they can be others, you know, demons and other there that they will play with your head too so what i always suggest to people is like hear your kids hear that i mean what's going on don't put too much attention uh to it but just listen to them because when you when you put a lot of attention maybe either they're lying or it is true mm -hmm. just have that in mind don't don't even tell them they're crazy because that can be true. And you know why? Because with the one, like I said, a chosen one for my daughter, when she was little, she will see the spirits and she will even cover her face. Uh -huh. And I mean, sometimes I want to be driving to some places and I will like be, um, I will park and she will see spirits and she will tell me everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm, I'm sure she was 
very scared too. But sometimes I will ask her and I will try to find out myself what happened in the house and try to find out a little bit the history because I wanted to make sure my daughter was okay. Right. But the, right. the truth was that my daughter was telling me the truth. Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. So I had a lot of experience with my daughter too and when, with my other kids too. Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. Huh? 100%, 100%. 100%. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I know some kids will lie for some reason because probably they want the attention or something else or something's going on in their homes and everything, but this is real. And, and mm-hmm. more now, because right now it's very open to find out everything that's in this world now, in this earth, especially, and and not to say it's not true. A hundred percent. Absolutely. No, it's true. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's exactly the truth. And that's why we want people to know that, right? Yeah, it's like the lady about the vassal. Remember, I told you about the vassal. Oh, let's they talk about call that. Themselves, huh? <laughs> let's talk about that. The vassal. Yes. Okay. Yeah, very good. Yeah, um, let's talk about that. Well, that lady, before she was healing people and doing um, uh, working with the spirit world, world um, she was she was on on, on a mental hospital. So this um, nun went over to this mental hospital and got her out. And then she told her, since, since that moment and no one, she was going to be helping people, healing people. So that's the lady that started helping me and teach me about the bustle. So this lady will just sit down on a table. And if there's the spirits in the house, every spirit, she will get and she would try to help a mouse so he, they can just go back to their own world. They, I mean, anything that could be right. even a flower, uh, a candle, glass of water, or they will just send messages. Hmm. And that's they call a vaso because this person can do up to seven or eight spirits at the same time. One by one, one by one. And the funny thing is that it's incredible because my baby sister was playing with one of them. And when my baby sister saw that lady carrying that spirit, you know, passing the spirit, my my baby sister went directly to her and sat on her legs and started talking to that spirit, not to the lady, to that spirit, because she could see the spirit. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, that's why they call their bustle because they can pass spirit by spirit and spirit. Mm-hmm. It's like if we go to a home and I say there's three spirits here or there's certain spirits here, mm-hmm. she will connect to them and try to help them out, to get them out. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. they clean mm-hmm. the houses. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. No, I've done a, a, a few myself. And it's true. You have to connect. It's always good to go with other people, you know, to to get confirmation um, and exactly. also to help, you know. This is Carmela. She says, I encourage my daughter to ask as many questions to children, to the children 
when they are saying something about spirit or dreams. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nice. We have to encourage, in especially the next generation. Oh, yeah. We need to get them ready. Absolutely. Yes. To, to suffer a lot of the, the things that other people have suffered over the years, right? Absolutely. As they're saying, what, what's that, um, you know, I'm always putting down the new age, but, you know, they have a point. Um, the indigo children, you know, the, the, the next generation of children that are gifted, that are coming into this world, and the ones who are already here, they, they have these huge gifts, and we need to help them to exactly. integrate it into their lives and to say and tell them this is normal. Okay. It's not something to be ashamed of or shunned or, or afraid of too. Exactly. You know, it will be frightening. There's going to be moments where it's going to be very frightening, but to face that fear. Okay. And that's important because this is the only way that you're able to communicate with spirit and to, to be able to, to get confirmation of the, the work that you need to do, you know, and, and like yourself, Ade, when you mm -hmm. have your daughter there, your daughter is also helping you and you are helping her. Oh yeah. You know, they so help you. you. Mm -hmm. There's that exchange. So I think it's very important that with the next generations uh, coming up that they need this help and they need the guidance. And that's what we're here for. Absolutely. Yeah. We're not doing what the old age used to do with us. So I think we need to help and try to get all this new generation, you know, in better position of all this because uh, um, to understand what's going on and because what is coming too. And, you know, I, I get frustrated within my own family. Um, I come from a family that are very gifted. And my mm -hmm. sister, um, the dead come to her. They come to her in dreams. And she only talks to me. And yet she won't say that in front of her children. And it's really, you know, to me it's sad because she doesn't acknowledge that. And yet she, my nephew is very gifted. My niece is, but I've got a great niece who's gifted. Mm -hmm. And this is the next generation. And I, I'm the one who is having these conversations trying to normalize it, make it normal. And my sister is the one who still of the old generation, like, oh, we, we, we don't talk about that, you know, because, you know, people think we're crazy, you know, and it's yeah. like, it's time to stop that. We have to get out of the closet with stuff like that. We and, really, and, truly do. And, and the only way we can is by, you know, that's why we did the ancestral lines is to bridge that gap, to let mm -hmm. people know, you know, to, to study, to, to, to share, are the stories to share the experiences from different mm -hmm. traditions. So people say it's not just one, you know, obscure situation or yeah. that, you know, this is make believe yeah. and everything else. And yeah. in order to, I remember something, uh, uh, Joto from Daniel Abu Malay said to me one time, uh, and this year he said, um, it is our responsibility that we would have an opportunity in, in the next few years to mm -hmm. help, the new the ancestors which are great ancestors that have returned to be able to express themselves by casting a net of protection and an opportunity for them to to express themselves without you know following because the problem is when you tell a child or oh, you stop the make-believe stop this stop that you inexorably oftentimes drive them to things like drugs 
uh, violence, yes. other other avenues because they're not crazy and they they need a, a form of self-expression and to bring forth message of spirit. So it is our responsibility as now as we become, you know, the elders of the traditions and in our respective rights to protect the young, to protect the innocent, and to help them, you know, to make their yes. journey without the, the the stigma and the repression and yes. and the attacks, right? Right. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I'm with you 100%, John. We gotta no. do that. I mean, that's no, the do. reason why about this sharing and doing all this is really important, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. No, it's very important. And and yeah. and uh, Carmela, okay, Carmela has. I have come across some trickster spirits, not bad, but just tricky. Yes, there's all sorts of spirits, you know, and that's the thing to interact with spirits. That's part of the guidance, okay with the next generation, with the new generation, is to be able to, I use the analogy of um, an usher in a movie theater. Everything is dark. And you, as the elder, is taking that flashlight and showing the path and, and you know, taking them to their seat, their rightful seat, so they can sit back and sit there and watch the big screen of spirit. And it's not mm -hmm. scary. Okay, it's not, you know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, and and I mean, just from a context of Ifa, in the Afro-Cuban text, uh, the Odu Iretikutan often uh, speaks about not all spirits or Orisha come down to speak the truth. True. Right. So and when that's you talk about it, your spirit, Iretikutan talks about the fact that not all spirit will tell you the truth, right? So you have to be conscious Careful. of You have to know how to navigate. You have to know how to navigate, right? And and be able to to be able to deal with that and not get, you know, discouraged or or disoriented or disillusioned, right? But the phenomenon mm -hmm. is, right? Right. But then that's so, why we network with other people, you know, so right. that if you are coming into contact with spirits that you're not familiar with and you're not sure reach out that's part of our yeah. show is to reach out we may not be the ones who have the answer but we will direct you to someone who does right Absolutely. someone who's Absolutely. been on our show that we can say hey you know what i think this is right up so and so's alley don't you think you know 100%. and sure enough this is what it's about networking you know and and knowing that you know yeah. Yeah, because see? not like you said, not all spirits are good. Not all spirits are going to be good. But then, what is good if you're not looking at it as perhaps them being a teacher in a sense? But again, it's that fear of not and knowing. And it depends on the, the dimension they have to. Exactly. Mm -hmm. The elevation and and the and the intent as well. Sometimes it's the intent, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Yo iba a decir una cosa aquí. Um, what was that? The, there was a. Oh, yes. I was looking for the comment. Sorry. Uh, okay. Anka, again, had a, she, she, she heard what you said about that you use the cards and you love the cards. But I think what she's clarifying, and I'll put her, her comment up, is that I meant when she divines for herself. Meaning, I, I'll say this in Spanish and then in English. En lo, cuando la cosa realmente se pone dura, ¿con qué tú adivinas? 
So I say when the when the cards are down, literally, you no, know, figuratively, and you really have to have like a hundred percent surety in your answers. What do you use for your for divination for yourself in in you know tough situations, serious situations? I'm gonna be honest with that because basically I have my own babalaos around me, and when it's about me, since I already know the answers, I want to get the second advice of exactly what's going on, and 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 they will tell me without telling them. Mm -hmm. So I will go for whatever Urumila tells me at the moment of that. And that's the way I handle my stuff. Because when I feel like I have to do something, I I ask them first of all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and the other way, anyways, I mean, there's a lot of things I can deal, you know, my own self, but when mm -hmm. there's something important, I go directly to Urula. And I go to one of my babalaos, my main babalaos. Mm -hmm. I don't bother John because John is going to tell me something and I'm like, I don't want to get, you know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> John is super, super busy too. So I'd rather have one over here and they won't tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I told you. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. I told you. <laughs> I told you. Yeah, I know. He's gonna tell me. I told you a day. I told you. You didn't listen to me. I was like, <gasps> oh. okay. All right. Uh Carmela says, my make-believe friend had me drink a half bottle of alcohol at age five to six. And I remember talking and saying, okay, we'll have a drink. And then I say, okay, now you drink. But I would drink twice. When my parents walked in the house, I was passed out. And thank God my dad realized it and induced vomiting. And I felt better the next day. Mm -hmm. This is why I don't discard anything. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well we have you know as i said there's a lot of experiences a lot of things to talk in this about. world to talk about and uh you know uh Ade, we're getting close to this to the hour two oh, uh so yes. this is usually when we we wind down and everything else. do you have a favorite saying or philosophy or una 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 cotación, algo que tú, una filosofía por la cual tú sigues o tú vives. My ancestors. That's it. That's my philosophy. I follow my ancestors, my guides. That's it. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. I'm just too close to them and that's it. Okay. And then Claire says, thank you so much, you. Ade. To you all, blessings. I'm very grateful <laughs> for this show. I continue to grow where I feel such comfort. Thank yes. you, Claire. It's a pleasure to have you with us and all our guests, everybody tuning in, our godchildren and family. And uh, it's always good to have everybody together with us. And <laughs> You're welcome, evening. Claire. I so, Teresa, is there anything you want to ask Ade uh, as we wind up uh, for tonight? 
Um, <laughs> no, no. If I if I think of something, I think I'll I will contact a day um, personally. I can't think of anything on the spot right now. Um, I think she's pretty well answered everything, and and okay. the fascination of skinwalkers, and and um, and from what I had, you know interpreted and whatever but there is something that i think privately a day i wanted to talk to you about okay okay so sure it's something that I have, okay yeah, that's right that i wanted to show you that's that's right important to keep your bubble out in the dark right <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna do the same thing i do right yeah. Teresa? Because I don't want to hear him telling me, I told you, Ade, I told you. <laughs> uh, fun, fun, fun. Uh, Beth, thank you, Beth. This has been very interesting. Thank uh, you. Best show yet. Not sure. Thank you, whoever that is, Facebook uh, user. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> Yeah. Yeah, keep allowing the dark. That's what she's laughing that's, at. That's I know exactly. <laughs> so I would be remiss as I, you know, I I always uh, as I thank everybody for tuning in. I would be remiss to not uh, thank our loyal viewers, uh, Titi Laye and Mojo, which have been religiously <laughs> watching the show for several months now. <laughs> and uh, you know, and just been tuning us in here, and uh, so thank you, Beth, for sharing. <laughs> and, uh, Vianney says this was one of the best episodes so far. Uh, and really? Thanks, Vianney. And yeah. Anka says, "Love Ade so much." Thank you. I thank do you. too. I do too. <laughs> I have to say, this is one Me of my three. favorite shows. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you. I'm very grateful that you guys invite me. I mean, I did make up this day for you guys, honestly. I want to thank everybody. Yeah, I want to thank everyone for such a powerful show. Please leave a link thank so you. we keep it done with Yanifa Omoko Asheo, best show ever. Uh, I put your, your Facebook link, uh, Adi. I don't know if there's some other way you want to, people to reach out to you by email address or they can just go on the, the link you just give them. It's better, you know. Okay. So everybody you can just check out Ade. If if you have trouble <laughs> reaching Ade, just contact myself and I'll put you in contact. Sure. And uh, Anka says she's fan struck with you, Ade. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> And, uh, so, I told yeah. you it was going to be a real good one. <laughs> I was looking forward to this one. I really was. Yeah. So, thank you very much. Muchísimas gracias, amiga. Yes. Te queremos mucho. Thank you. We love you and uh, stay strong. It was such Good. a pleasure meeting you that day. Keep doing thank the you. good work. Keep doing the good work. You you have a lot of people that love and respect you from all over the world. Uh, in California and in other parts of the states and Mexico and far in Nigeria. So thank you and thank you for your courage to stand up for your principles and uh, for you know, keeping people's best interest and their 
feeling in first first and, and center. So thank you. Muchas gracias por ser una buena religiosa, buena ser humano, buena amiga y buena madre, porque yo sé que tú cuidas mucho, no solamente a tus hijos biológicos, sino a todos tus ahijados y todos los niños así adoptados que no tienen espiritualmente por ahí. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa, anything you need to say? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll see ourselves in private later on. Teresa is like thinking, what? I just want to get up loud off the air. And then I, 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 I know, got you. I understand. <laughs> John, Teresa, thank you so much for inviting me. Oh my God, he's good. He knows already. I told you he's going to say, I knew that. I knew that. Ese, ese Daniel, uh, un grande corazón, aunque no entendí casi nada. Pero... Daniel, te adoro, te amo, ya lo sabes. Gracias por estarme apoyando, Daniel, y estarnos apoyando todos nosotros. Yo sé que fue un poco más de inglés y todo eso, pero eh, tú eres bien brujo, so no necesitamos este, traducirte todo, Daniel, ya lo sabes. Y, y te adoro, gracias por estar ahí al lado cuidándonos, tanto a John como a mí. Eres Así. el mejor. Te queremos mucho, Daniel. Tú sabes que tú eres mi hermano del alma y te respetamos mucho y te agradecemos mucho. Y uh, Daniel es like a dear friend to me, a brother, a brother in arms, mm -hmm. and I'm very grateful for his friendship. And and I know many of my godchildren who have had the privilege of meeting him are as well. So absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we have uh, Mariluz Barreras as well. <laughs> she, she's impressed by the show. And, and this is from Daniel. Saludo, Manito y Teresa. Que tengan muy buenas noches y bendiciones. She said, okay. he says, uh, uh, greetings, uh, my brother and Teresa. Have a wonderful evening. Many blessings. You too, Daniel. You too. I, I, you know, I wish I could. Uh, your shows were translated. Every time Jean Jerome puts them on Conseil or or your link on some of the other groups, I really wish I could understand what what's being said because I I always feel like. I'm missing out, you know. <laughs> I know, I know, I know what you're talking about. And you are, honestly, you are. You don't even know what I do with them. <laughs> she says, I understand. It's the next time I'll put a translator. Te dije que nos íbamos a salir regañados de una forma o de otra esta vez. Ahora tú y yo nos regañan. Well, to everyone, I bid you a good night because I know Teresa, my co-host, is anxious for me to get off the slide so she can talk about it privately. So I'll, I will politely step aside. Look at him. Politely. He doesn't want to go. He's going to leave something right there. Yes, he is. You know what? Unlike. Unlike Donald Trump, I know when to step down. So I'm just going to step out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. He's the one who has the controls to street guard. All right. <laughs> uh, Teresa, you have to learn Spanish, Teresa. That's Daniel. 
I know. I know. Oh my God. You got to teach me how to speak Spanish. There. There's your role in my life, Anka. There's no pressure. No pressure, Anka. See? Yes. I, can't bring, I guess the internet is bad again. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. And Claire, you're Her right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can. We yes, can. We can. Perfectly. Escuchamos perfectamente. Yeah, she's having presentation problems. Can you all hear me? No? We can hear it. See, yes, 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 we can. We can. We can. We can hear you. We can hear you. Oh, she lost. And we just lost her. That could be her battery. That could have been her battery. I'm going to have to contact her. Yeah, you're going to have to. You're going to have to contact her. Remember, Teresa, I'm squatching you. <laughs> I like to keep my baba lao in the dark, in the dark. I like to keep my baba lao in the dark, in the dark. There we go. There we go. Well, everybody, uh, I don't think, I, I, didn't, I, think, I suspect that his battery has died. So uh, everybody, yeah. good night. Uh, blessings. Uh, yes. Y gracias de nuevo para Ade por, por participar. Thanks to Ade for joining us on the show. Absolutely. And, didn't get a uh, chance to say to, thank you, know, you oh, to Ade. Coming back. Oh, let's see if she oh, can. She is. And. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. We can. We, know. we get a chance to say good night to you, Ade. Oh, oh okay. yes, I want to say good night to everybody. I want to have my goddaughter with me. Oh, okay. Oh, good, night. <laughs> good night. Buenas Muchas noches. gracias. Bye. Buenas noches. Good night. Gracias por la invitación. Gracias. gracias. Buenas noches. John, can good you night. hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. Yes. Es mi, hear. my goddaughter. Es ah, mi hijada. Mucho gusto. Muchas Hola. bendiciones. Muchas bendiciones. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Okay. Buenas noches. Buenas noches a todo mundo. Good night. Buenas noches. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, day, And I want to say thank you to everybody who tuned in tonight. Um, as always, we appreciate. Now, there's one thing that I wanted to say before uh, everybody leaves. Um, we're planning something special in December, Jean-Jerome and I. Right, Jean-Jerome? Yeah, that's right. And we'll it's going to be a party. We're yeah. going to have a party on Ancestral Eyes, and we're going to be inviting some of our favorite guests um so anybody who's watching that has been a guest on our show let us know if you're interested in coming on to a um end of the year sort of christmas yule whatever and, december and 18th yeah december 18th the ancestral eyes year wrap-up season one wrap-up and absolutely online so we're gonna yeah, we're going to have a party and we're going to be inviting a few of our guests and 
those who tune in, like Claire, for instance, like Jay, for instance. We want some actual people who tune in and watch us every week to be a part of this show and part of the party. So we're going to have music. And well, we'll we'll fill you in, okay? We we're ironing out the details, Jean Jerome and I. So uh, stay That's tuned. Right. But we just thought we'd give everybody a heads up on that. It'll be an ancestralized year-end party That's at your true. own house. You just tune in, and we all yap and talk. That's so, right. You know, I got music picked out already. A couple of tunes because I'm going to be dancing. Yeah, you're going to be watching me dance. So anyway, once again, thank you, everyone who tuned in. Thank you. Have a good night. Drive safe. Keep safe. And uh, God bless. Bye. Bye-bye, everybody.